This has been a production of Golden String Radio and Golden String Podcast Network, striving for a world of visibility and accessibility for those living with disabilities. Salad. I am Scotty Ubermensch Mencher. And uh, this is a show where we talk about movies and TV because uh, that's basically all we're good for. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is for, uh, for sure. I remember when I first threw the idea out there, I'm like, do you watch a lot of movies and tv david you looked do at me I like ever. yeah you looked at me like are you kidding and the Going rest on. is history yep <laughs> oh um what's happening man this is the first episode we've gotten to record this week i think we've both been watching a good amount of stuff i feel like i've watched some stuff and i know you've watched some stuff but um yeah what's what's new what's going on in your world yeah um just uh really kind of i don't know life life gets pretty routine man i am enjoying the the nice weather we've had the beautiful weather uh really but i still um as much as i like spending time outside i still love my time inside to do what we talked about and that's watch movies and uh, TV and I've been watching quite a bit lately I feel like there's a lot we could talk about in in this episode yeah uh, I think uh, that's that's probably what we should do is just catch up on stuff that we've been watching with this one because uh, I'm looking at my uh, letterboxed app which is uh, if you don't have letterboxed uh, I would recommend getting it. It helps you keep track of everything that you've watched and it allows you to do ratings. You can write reviews if you're into doing that. Uh, but I just use it to make a quick rating of stuff that I've watched. So I, I, I got a record of it. It lets you do a five-star rating. And um, you could you could even have a, a friends list and keep track of what they're watching and, and chat with them about it. So it's pretty cool. Letterboxd. It's available for, uh, I believe, uh, both android and apple Um, now does it does it give you like based off the movies and and shows you rate like based off how you rate things does it does it give you like recommendations no it doesn't do that at all um which i like about it it just uh basically at the top of the screen it has the most popular movies um so it usually keeps track of what's out and whatever's popular this week. And, um, and, and that helps you in and of itself um, see what's out. And like, oh, I need to watch that. I forget. So you can set up a watch list uh, for stuff you intend to watch and usually forget. Uh, and then, you know, obviously you can see what your friends have been watching. So it's cool that way. 
Yeah, that that is pretty cool because uh sometimes like even the even the popular stuff you like I I don't know. I, I feel like this has definitely happened to me. I'm sure it's happened with you too. Like you'll start watching other things and then you'll forget about something that just came out that you've been looking forward to for a long time. You're like, kind of like, oh shit, I gotta watch that. Uh, yeah, happens so. a lot. Or it'll be, you know, a year has passed. It's like, oh yeah, what happened about what happened to that movie? And you know, uh, just forgot about it. Things fall yeah. through the cracks. And I think, I think that happens even more now. Uh, being in the middle of a pandemic, it, it seems like so many movies got like pushed back, delayed, or even some projects um, got canceled. And I feel like even more now, you you just forget about, like, certain upcoming films. And then you research it, and it's like, wow, that I was really excited about that. Uh, And you're, like, happy to find any new news you can like uh something like the devil in the white city which i know you've been looking forward to it seems like for so long and uh i don't know what the new news is on that but there is just an example no the 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 best example would be um a24's the green knight which i've been talking to you for feels like two years now but that got pushed back um, due to the pandemic. And now uh, it is looking like it's coming out on July 30th of this year. So that movie's been in the can forever. Uh, now it's it's finally expected to come out. And that's one that I've been looking forward to for quite a while. Yeah, and um, it's hard to believe that we're already uh, well in the April here. So, I mean, July doesn't seem that far off so i guess that's a good thing time is meaningless these days yeah it uh really is one thing i was excited about to to watch and i i watched it i'm i'm glad you watched it first because it reminded me that i had to watch it and i didn't know where you wanted to go to start this episode but i figured we could start with it as uh godzilla godzilla versus kong as much as i like going to the theater dave and there's really no substitute for the theater experience but especially somebody in my situation i can't just go to the movies as i plead as i please i always need like to set up transportation, make sure there's a way I can get there. So the nice thing about these streaming services is uh, if you're sharing with someone and, and watching on a service or you have your own, as soon as the movie's released, you could just uh, watch it. It's it's uh, really cool. You don't have to worry about going out to the theater not that the theater isn't great but it's a little more convenient and uh 
I'll just say briefly, Dave, and then I'll let you comment, but we talked about it a little bit the other day, and uh, I got to say, um, and this is just based on the fact that, like, I don't really remember everything that happened in Skull Island. I, I do remember liking the movie from from a few years ago i think it was released around 2016 or 17 uh but i gotta say godzilla versus kong uh i i was very happy with it 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 was everything i wanted in a godzilla versus kong type movie and showdown yeah, um, it, it was what I signed up for, and that's that's uh, what I expected. You know, um, wasn't going in with great expectations of a, uh, a meticulously crafted uh, cinema experience. You know, I just wanted to see two big monsters go at it, and, and that's what I got. And the fighting was awesome. Um, I got a little bit annoyed by the, uh, the rationale behind it and all the science and uh, the explaining of how things uh, are the way they are. I just wanted to see him throw down in the city, and and I got that, and it was, it was well worth it. It was pretty sweet, um, a little predictable uh, when when the main villain uh, came came to fruition. Uh, sort of saw that coming. I don't know if that was supposed to be a big surprise or reveal, um, but it was cool because uh, I used to watch all the Godzilla movies back in the day. Um, way back in the 1980s uh and and i remember all of the all of the 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 uh, villains in the godzilla monster universe and it was i think that's the only one that we hadn't seen up until this point and i think it was pretty much telegraphed uh that that was going to be the case and you knew how it was going to play out uh but uh again i enjoyed it as much like coming to america um you got what you you signed up for Nothing I really ever intend to watch again, but it was uh, it was it was a fun ride. Yeah, um, and I know you recently you I think it was maybe your first viewing of uh, Skull Island, and and you said with that too that you really liked it, but you you probably wouldn't watch it again. Did, did you enjoy Skull Island or? This most recent one, Godzilla versus Kong, more. I think Skull Island's a better movie all around, um, just as far as the pacing, the story, the character development. Uh, the cast, of course, is a big contributing factor to that. It has a crazy cast, uh, and I, I like seeing that interaction a lot. Uh, but I actually didn't finish Skull Island, so I can't, I can't even say. I still got probably maybe 25 minutes left of that one. Yeah, but I'm you, more invested uh, in it. I mean, it's it's not something like you you have to, you know, finish like immediately like you got to see the end, but it's definitely worth you you definitely should uh finish it, Dave. I I feel I plan on um it. I I I don't know, like I probably from what I remember, I, I probably agree with you as far as the, the Skull Island uh, cast. 
and uh, just the fact that um, Godzilla versus Kong at, at times it did get a little they they did uh, give a little too much I think um, education and there there was a little too much science as you mentioned I think it got a little bit maybe too nerdy at uh, times. Um, and then I wanted to ask you, I, I know you're, you're, uh, you're in the minority as far as, um, the, you know, the popular, the popular shows on Netflix. And as far as, uh, your, um, opinion of, of stranger things, but what did you think of, of, uh, Millie? Bobby Brown outside of Stranger Things is she's still at the point where she's still so young and only about 16, 17 years old where she kind of annoys you like maybe she did in Stranger Things or or did you think she was okay in this movie? She was okay. Um, nothing that stood out. You know, I, I don't have, uh, you know, I wasn't blown away by any performance in this movie. Um, even Brian Tyree Henry, who I like a lot, uh, I, I wasn't too crazy about that performance either. Um, so yeah, she was fine. Uh, yeah, I, I thought so too. Uh, but, um, I always, I, I think a big separator for me and a reason why I would give Skull Island, uh, an edge on being in being a slightly better movie because uh, i mean they had samuel jackson man yeah that'll what more do i need to say that'll do it that'll put you over the top uh real quick <laughs> um i also watched the father which is a um uh, uh an, an oscar nominated uh best picture this year i'm trying to get around to watch as many as, uh, of those as i can and um, I got to say, it, it's definitely earning, um, uh, it's deserving of that nomination. It was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. Olivia Coleman and, uh, what do I keep forgetting? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Uh, really, really talk about a performance. I thought Anthony Hopkins might have been hands down uh the best performance i've seen so far this year um he's a like i i talked with you about this before like we won't mention how we think he's great but he's somebody you almost forget about because he doesn't have like his, his film career it, he's not like jumping into just you know any role he could get like somebody like a robert de niro these days i feel like he's just going into if he could get work he's he's doing projects i i don't know anthony hopkins personally but i feel like he's just an actor that's uh more selective than a lot of other actors and that's why we forget about him, but um, he he's uh, brilliant, man. 
He is. He is. And um, Olivia Coleman, who's also a favorite of mine, um, he he overshadows her so much. It's crazy that uh, two actors of their caliber, um, but he just he really showed up in this movie. And that's not taking anything away from Olivia Coleman. Um, but you just like you're 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 fixated on on uh, Anthony Hopkins the entire time. Um, and the movie does that purposely to an extent because it's it's all from his perspective, which is an unreliable perspective. He's, you know, an old man with dementia and, and she's playing his daughter and uh, you're going through the effects of that with him. Uh, really powerful, really, really great movie. I highly recommend it. And it's also like, Dave, it's almost like really, like I get, kind of really uneasy when I see uh in and you talked about something like this. I, I think you used uh pieces of a woman as an example and I think it was um I always forget her name, but the the woman that's been around forever. Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's just to me with somebody like her and Anthony Hopkins, uh, two people that have been in film and been around for so long, uh, to to me, Dave, it's just like I'll think about like man, like they're they're playing these roles, but they they really are like they're getting up there in age, so they really are having to deal with like almost starting having to deal with like end of life type situations and, and scenarios. And I don't know, I just feel like in a way that makes them like they're able to pull off these roles and do the performances even better, even, even more exceptional, but it's just like, it's kind of scary because I think, like, man, like, living at the end of your, like, once you hit a certain age, like, I thought about this, like, if I was into acting, Dave, and I'm in my 60s, 70s, or even, even 80s, like, early 80s, like, I don't really know if I would want to, like, knowing that, I only had such a limited time left on the planet. I don't really know if I would want to play a role where I'm like stricken with dementia. Yeah, it's bittersweet um, to see an actor who's obviously, you know, in those golden years and this is an age appropriate role uh, and, and seeing them play this role. Uh, it, it's it, it takes courage and it's like, oh man, you know, even though this actor isn't afflicted with dementia or going through that. It's like they're at that age, you know? Um, and, and there's an understanding, I imagine, obviously, but I imagine there's an understanding that um, taking on that role, it's like, this is, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a love letter to, uh, to fans, you know, because I hate to say, you know, how, how much time do you have left? Yeah, it, it's... Uh... It makes you, I, definitely when I watch something like that, I'm like, man, I got, I got to 
like all get down about not being even not being in my 20s anymore but then I'll watch a, a movie like that and a movie like Pieces of a Woman and I'll think man I'm I'm still relatively young like I gotta pr uh, appreciate every one of these days uh, at least try to appreciate it a little bit in in, in some way because um as they say in sports, father time is is undefeated. And not that you can't do great things, uh, accomplish great things when you're when you're older or old, but it's just like there there always comes a point where you know everybody starts slowing down, and then we all have to deal with uh, our eventual like being mortal so that's something that like i always think about when i'm watching like a great actor or actress in a role when they're they're like older and just like knocking it out of the park you know? like it's kind of sad but i'm like i i start thinking in my head i'm like man i'm gonna miss them when they're when they're gone like it's almost like thinking about family members or friends that are considerably older than you, like getting older, like your parents or grandparents getting older. It's it's uh, rough to think about sometimes. Way to bring but, me down, Scott. Way to bring me down. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm good for that, I guess, Dave. Since you brought it up, and it might be hard off the top of your head, I know it's always tough. Um, I I know it's tough when people put you on the spot, but who do you think in any movie or television series you watched, whether it be, you know, comedy, drama, uh, horror, is there somebody that's played a role, whether it be male or female, that is your your favorite uh, old man or old woman role in any movie? Hmm. Um, the first one that comes to mind uh, is about Schmidt, um, which was really the first time that we saw um, Jack Nicholson. Uh, just just giving in to his age and playing uh, an old man. And it was sort of a revelation. Um, and, and, and it's also just a great movie. I love uh, uh, that, that movie about Schmidt, directed by Alex Payne uh, from 2002. Have you seen that one? No, I, I haven't. But um, I know, I mean, I know The Departed came out in 2006 and Jack Nicholson was in that but uh after that his his career it it didn't really last that much longer so uh to your point i mean i think he 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 kind of knew that man i i gotta he probably knew that he had to give it his all at that time and uh i don't know if you've read into this dave um it's really sad. He's still 
kicking, and I think he's doing uh, okay. But uh, I've read that Jack Nicholson, he he um he's been suffering, like he's dealt with dementia and things like that, and he got out of acting um, a few years, I think, after about Smith. He got out of acting because he had trouble, like, remembering lines and, and things like that. So it's sad because he's one of the greats. He's one of my favorites. But uh, you would you call that about Smith a great movie? I would. Um, you know, it, it's very low-key. Uh, it's very subdued. You know, and up until that point, he was still playing pretty hard-nosed roles he was he was just a badass in all of his movies this is the first time he really let that guard down and looked vulnerable um and it's just it's just a it's a tender movie uh the the synopsis a recently retired man embarks on a journey to his estranged daughter's wedding only to discover more about himself and life than he ever expected um yeah uh it's it's uh and it was just one of those movies that came about at a time when i was you know learning a lot about myself uh, so it, it just uh, it sort of struck a chord with me, but um, I don't know how it holds up. I'd like to see it again. I haven't seen it since probably. I know I owned it, but I probably hadn't watched it after probably 2005, 2006. You don't. So you you said you you owned it. So that that means that you don't think you you have it um, currently. No, it might have been like one of my last VHS. Like that's probably why I, I don't have it anymore. I don't remember. But, oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I was maybe I'll check too. I wonder if it's streaming anywhere. Because mm-hmm. I definitely like to check it out. I think, I think he was in one or two movies after The Departed, but uh, of his more recent movies, The Departed was. The last one I've I've seen him in, and that was that was fifteen years ago already. Oh, so, yeah, it's that's that's been a while. Um, no, I didn't know I didn't know that about him. And uh, again, thanks for bringing me down, Scott. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's what I do, man. I'm uh, I'm just a morbid a morbid guy. You are, man. Every time I you come around, I'm like, ugh. Scott guy, here we go. It's like, uh, what was that Rachel Dratch sketch on Saturday Night Live? Debbie Downer, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> you could ju- just start calling me uh, Eeyore. <laughs> Although, because of all my, you know, wealth, I all the money I seem to, for whatever reason, I've been really lucky uh recently and i what was it you were you were calling me uh i think it was money bags hussein money bags which, hussein which is pretty hilarious yeah <laughs> 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 but uh this has been great man we we covered a lot we did we did we uh we, we well it's been a while since we got to record it's been a little over a week um, so hopefully it won't be that long. I think in the next couple of days I'll be able to record again. We'll get another another episode. It'll be a, some lighter fare. We'll talk about uh, the great 
Amazon show right now. If you're not watching Invincible, definitely catch up on that. It'll be uh, five episodes by the time we talk about it. Um, I want to talk a bit about Bad Trip, the Netflix comedy. Did you watch that yet? Uh, not yet. Oh. Well, my my dad, I think he's off tomorrow, so I'm going to see if he's not too busy. I'm, I'm going to see if he wants to watch it, so then it'll be something we could both uh, talk about. So I'm going to try to... If not tomorrow, sometime this weekend, I'll try to watch it with him. Sweet. Yeah. I, I wanted to watch it with Big Dog just because uh, I think he feels sometimes, even though he won't admit it, and I kind of feel this way that I'm kind of living in a bubble sometimes in my house, and I've been kind of neglecting and like not watching shows or movies with him so it's the least i could do for being a jerk son well i mean and it, it's such a family-friendly movie at that so it's good that you're watching it with your your dad yeah plenty of <laughs> plenty of nudity and swearing wholesome, i'm sure wholesome, yeah yeah uh all right man it's been it's been fun and uh yeah it has and uh looking forward to the next one really looking forward to talking about the the first half of Invincible. Yeah, so, me too. Uh, that's going to be, that'll be a lot We'll of see fun. if Ultimate Spinach wants to get in on that one too. Yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, great to, to bring her in on it. I mean, although we're so good, we, we don't really need a third will, but, you know, Melissa's, She's she's pretty. She has a nice voice, so I guess we can let her on. It is nice to hear someone with a vocabulary on every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Gipper. Thank you for listening. Uh, check us out on GoldenStringRadio.org and Golden String Podcast Network, and we will catch up with you next time. Peace. This has been a production of Golden String Radio and Golden String Podcast Network. Striving for a world of visibility and accessibility for those living with disabilities.